Christian, it is pretty fucking early. It's yes. pretty early for you. I was actually, I told China last night, I'm like, your dad said he's going to show up. I'm like, he's going to leave at like five in the morning. I was like, I am not expecting to see him that early. I'm expecting to get a text from you at 530 with, I'll be there at nine. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. I, so, so to actually see you show up this early is actually mind blowing. I, I left a little after five, but I still made it. You did. You made it before 6 a.m., which is, that's a first for this podcast, I think, right? We've never recorded this early. No, this is an experiment. I think something just flew in my eye. I'm not crying because I'm emotional about you showing up early. But for the record, if, if we did this all the time, think of all we'd be able to accomplish. Yeah. Think of if, if we got our, our day started at five in the morning. Sorry. Five, five, <laughs> five in the morning, every single day, every single day, every time we recorded, we'd have like a, a catalog of like 500 episodes. By, yeah, we will. Because yeah. you know, I thought about it when I was at work. Hmm. And like I told you, sometimes we do it when you get off of work. Yeah. But you got that after work edge to you that's it just hits different. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's understandable. We all get it. But yeah. If it's a Friday, it's less. Yeah. If but if it's like a, a Thursday, even a Thursday, you're near the end of the week, but you're still like, fuck, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah. But if it's like straight up Tuesday or Wednesday, no, nah, I don't want any part of it. I don't want to be sitting here after work. As much as I love this podcast and I love uh doing it, it's uh it's a task. And technically, when I'm at work, I'm up this early anyway, so I figured I'd try it. True. Yeah, so here we are. What if this was like the most productive podcast like day that we have? Then we'll have to do it all the time. I know. That would be like heaven on earth for me. I'd be like, like I don't got to interrupt my time with China or anything like that. It's just This is the morning. This is when we take care of this stuff. People would be pleased because they'd start getting videos again. Mm-hmm. And China was actually even stoked because uh, I was like, yeah, he's talking about coming over at like 530 in the morning. She was like, really? I was like, yeah. It's like, so if, if that happens, like, she was like, you guys will be done like, I'm like, we'll be done early. We'll be done yeah. like, you know, nine, 10, maybe at the most. Yeah. At the latest. And she had the, she didn't like acknowledge it, but she had a smile on her face when she heard that where she was like, oh, wow, I could make you do stuff. I can make you do more things. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be tied down with this talking about ghosts and whatnot. Here's the problem with this. Hmm. When she sometimes when I show up and she makes you do things, she's like, "Oh, my dad's here to help you." Yeah, somehow she plans that. Yeah, I know she plans it. Yeah, she didn't plan that when we were when I was crawling around in the crawl space the other day, organizing the garage so that we could move a bed down there. I can't bend my knee that much anyway right now, so. Oh, it's not your knee you got to bend when you're down there. It's your lower back. Oh, your arch to like a forty-five degree angle down there, just like all right, hand me the next. That's creepy. That's creepy. Nobody wants to be in a crawl space. There's jugs of water down there. I was like, yeah. is there someone living down here? What's happening? Preppers. Yeah. Or or it's like a what was a Korean movie that was super Parasite. Hmm. Did you see that? I did not. Parasite was an amazing movie. That's what everyone said, but I I'm not the guy that reads subtitles for two hours. It's it's not bad, man. Yeah, I've done it on a couple of things, but it's, I really have to be, because I'm also the guy that will occasionally look down at my phone for 10 to 15 second periods. And if I do that during a subtitled movie, I look up and I'm like, well, I just lost half of what this scene was about, unfortunately. You can also put down your phone while you're watching a movie. Mm, you'd think, you'd think. Uh, they got me programmed pretty damn good, Christian. Yes, they do. And that is Freaky Deaky. We'll see you inside. Freaky.
Oh, seven and a half minutes. <laughs> seven and a half minute intro. Welcome. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. I'm not all sure all that was intro. Some yeah. of that was just warming up our voices. <coughs> that was a beautiful spike. Thanks. Thanks, me. Yeah, some of that will most likely find its way to the end. Oh, you know what's funny? I, and it's technically not out yet, but the... Uh, Remember in that John Mack episode, how we kind of joked about me using to go to, to E string and rapping Can't Hold Us by Macklemore? Mm -hmm. Well, I recorded that song close, probably like eight years ago. And so I put, that at the, I put that at the end of that episode. So after the talking or after the episode, there's that. And then there's, I think, more talking. But it's like, it's like, damn. Because I, I just remembered as I was editing, I was like, that song got stuck in my head again. I'm like, I think I recorded that song at one point. It's not it's not the actual, you know, karaoke version, but it's an acoustic guitar and your boy laying it down. So we'll have to check it out. So bonus points for anyone that, yeah, anyone that was after the credits, after the credits, after the outro music for the John Mack episode. Just you're, recently. You're welcome. Yeah, recently I just found out there's a good reason to listen past the outro music. Oh, yeah. I forgot what it was, but it was hilarious. Yeah, I like adding in little elements here and there of different things. It's a real treat. You no, know, another thing that happened while I was at work hmm. that I thought was kind of interesting is our tsunami story. Our ghost of the tsunami story actually yeah. became kind of pertinent because there was an actual tsunami. I know. Yeah. Way to go, Christian. Yeah, brilliant. Look what you did. Yeah. The people of Tonga are not pleased with that. Tonga. Did, did you see that video, though? Wasn't that the craziest video? I don't think I saw it. You didn't see the the video of the volcano exploding from space? Oh, that, yeah, I might have seen it. I think nuts. Rogan shared it, right? Yeah. And then they, people in Alaska even heard that explosion? I heard that explosion, apparently. Did you? Yeah, I was editing the podcast. <clears throat> I was. It was like 5 in the morning or something. It was like really, maybe 4.30 earlier yeah. than that. I don't know. But um, it sounded like someone was uh, like banging. Wow. It sounded like almost like gunshots. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was like alone. It's dark outside. I'm yeah. alone editing a scary podcast. And so I was like legit, like unnerved. But you had this time there was actually a reason to be unnerved because something happened. Yeah. What's crazy is to think that maybe like past volcano explosions hmm. did that throughout the world too, like Mount Vesuvius and make gunshot Krakatoa, noises. And they're like, oh, the gods are speaking. No. If you're if one if something goes off in the Mediterranean and you're like in Scandinavia and you hear that out of the blue, mm. especially that, you know, back then, because there's not as many sounds, not as many sounds, you'll, you'll think something's communicating with you. Well, it's easy for us to speculate on things how we can't go back there. So sure. Just just know I'm right. Yeah, that's a cold day in hell. So you ready <laughs> to talk about nurses? I am. Yeah. So. All that's a roundabout way of saying welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're here once again. And I know we should just clarify for everyone a third, fourth, fifth time at this point that Heather will be back with us at some point. She's she's had such a crazy schedule and a lot going on right now that it has been just a nightmare for us all to find a way to get together and record. So it's just Christian and I for the time being. But I mean, at some point, we're going to get that twin episode out. I know Heather finished writing it. It's just a matter of getting us together to sit down to record it. So if you came from Beliefful and you're waiting to hear that, I promise it'll happen at some point. It might end up being like late February, early March. Who's this Heather person you're talking about? I know. you people Have you forgotten? Heather exists. And before we dive into the episode, let's get out the, the socials out of the way. Let's try that. It's We're doing something early for the first time. Let's let's try switching things up a little bit, see how it goes. Yeah. Let's try not to... You're coughing and I'm like, <clears throat> got the sneezes. This is going to be fun. I know. <laughs> Got like old man noises in the morning. Um, yeah. So if you haven't already, swing by the socials. Give us a follow. It is at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram. 
Facebook, Twitter, at TFD Paranormal on TikTok. If you've got a story of your own that you want to share with the podcast, hear it told on the podcast. It's the gang at thefreakydeehee.com. We would love to hear it. On top of that, we've got some killer merch on the website, thefreakydeehee.com. We're working on an NFT collection that hopefully, if it ever gets off the fucking ground, will be dope as hell. If any, actually, for the record, I'm, this is how desperate I am at this point. If any of our listeners are familiar with writing on the Solana blockchain, reach out to your boy. All right, because I am having issues with coding. Not a fan. Not a fan. I haven't coded since MySpace. All right. I, I know very little about this space. I'm just trying to break in with some dope ass NFTs for the pod. Yeah, that's right. You know, I just Working realized. Farming. What's that? I haven't <clears throat> coded since MySpace as well. Yeah. And that's probably the only time I've coded. No, I think I did back in my computer class back. Yeah. Junior high, high school. I should send you this video that I'm working off of, and you should just, in your free time, go through it and see if you can figure it out. That would be, wouldn't it be amazing if I could? It'd be amazing if you wrote, wrote back like that was cake. That would but, be funny. You should send it. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone's familiar with Solana blockchain, reach out. Or if you're familiar with Ethereum and you know how to get away from those ridiculously high gas, gas fees, your boy is also interested. But you're not here to hear about NFTs and what's popping in pop culture. That's later. You're here for scary nurse stories. So I think we should actually dive into that. There's a lot of stories out there. I have a lot of nurse friends and a sister that's yeah. a nurse. So I, I have a feeling we're going to get some stories from people the pod knows pretty soon. Mm -hmm. So if you're a nurse, know a nurse, and you have a story, send Which it you in. probably do. You yes. probably have at least one story if you're a nurse. What's our, uh, our uh, pod's phone number so that they can leave a voicemail if they want to? 801-997-0051. Leave up to a three-minute voicemail for us. We love hearing from you guys. And if you have a longer story, just call us right back. There you go. We, we know how to multiple. put it together. Yeah, we're smart like that. Scott's smart like that. Yeah. Unless it's an NFT. Yeah, Scott's not NFT smart like that. We'll make your voicemail to an NFT. How's that? All right. Here we go. This one's from Reddit. Equal Variety 8646. That rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yes. LOL. I guess I'm, I'll be the first. Which kind of works out. You are. I used to work on a floor that had a connecting flex unit that, depending on capacity, we would use. There was a back row of rooms and a front row of rooms with hallways connecting them. The two rooms at the ends of the back row were oversized rooms and very nice, but for some odd reason, I always hated going near or into them. When we had patients there, I would always have this dreaded feeling when I checked on them during rounds. So one night I'm on the in the front row of rooms facing the hallway towards the back row. I'm all spun around now, but... I think all our listeners get it. Sure. And I'm messing with the vital cart. When in my peripheral vision, I see a black shadow, the size and shape of a person, walk slash glide down the back row of rooms toward one of the end rooms, maybe 15 feet in front of me. And busy hours are over at this point. It was actually right around midnight. So I go to the back row from a different hallway, not trying to get myself killed by someone hiding around the corner, see if the light is on next to any of the doors down there indicating there's a patient in those rooms. Nope, no patients down there and no visitors were given special permission to stay the night. So yeah, definitely avoided that assignment as much as possible. Little spooky. Yeah, not too much into that one, but. <clears throat> Start starting off with some shadow people. Yeah. It's always a good topic. We should do a, a second shadow person episode. Yep. That there's, was a fun one. There seems to be a lot of shadow people in the hospitals. 
Yeah. Or that nurses see. I mean, it's a very common paranormal sighting, I think, just in general. Like, I, I think anyone that is familiar with the paranormal is aware of shadow people. I've seen several shadow people just in my life. Uh, I know several people that have seen multiple shadow people all throughout their life. I mean, look at Amanda from, you know, the season one finale. She saw shadow people. It's a very common thing. Like, I've seen shadows, many shadows in my life. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not nearly as scary as people form, but there's that one, uh, I think I mentioned it at some point, but when I was walking around my neighborhood back home, and at one point I remember just, I was looking, I just turned my head to the right and my peripheral vision, I saw my shadow and then behind my shadow, I saw a second shadow walking very quickly up to catch up with me and it scared the shit out of me that I freaked out, like walking alone on this road, I freaked out, I was like, oh God, and I turned and there was nothing there. Yeah, I remember you telling <clears> that story, that's <throat> that's a scary one. Yeah. Probably not anything other than the sunlight reflecting off something else, but it would still like yeah. mess with your, even if it's just legitimate. Oh, for sure. It, it would it mess with the, your yeah. brain in a way that's just not right. It scared the hell out of me, regardless I, regardless of what it actually was. Like, it, could it have been a, a second shadow of myself being uh, refracted and moving closer because something was in the distance shining on me? Sure. But I think the sun was also at a, at, in a location in the sky where it was less likely that was the case. Can you tell time by the sun? Mm -hmm. I can also tell time by when I left the house and roughly how many minutes into the trip I was. But, but if I needed to, I could look up and be like, oh, it's roughly 3.46 p.m. I don't understand how more people can't do that. Yeah. Out here, it's a little harder. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little harder out here. Yeah. But. We grew up kind of closer to the middle of the world in, mm. in the desert where there's a lot of sun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where we'd have things like high noon. Yeah. Don't really have high noon out here so much as you have noon. Just now, noon. Every time high noon is mentioned, you need to put the little whistle sound. Yeah, you know what I mean, but yeah. that wasn't a very good whistle. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what whistle you're. Are you talking like the old cowboy? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you want to read one? This next one comes to us from Lizard 06. Lizard 06. Two D's in Lizard, if anyone was wondering. Nobody was. Nursing student pizza. What the hell is nursing student pizza? I don't know, but I'm reading what's there. There's this ghost we call the nurse at my nursing home. Sounds about right. Mm -hmm. The facility is built over an old TB asylum. My coworker told me on nights, she'll stand at the end of residents' beds and pinch their toes. Call, wait. The, my coworker stands over their beds and pinches their no, toes? No, the ghost. <laughs> okay. My coworker said the ghost oh, okay. stands over the All bed. All right. All right. That makes more sense. I was like, damn, weird flex, but let's get into it, you know? My coworker told me on nights she'll stand at the end of residents' beds and pinch their toes. Call bells have gone off multiple times in completely empty rooms. Apparently she's a black figure with a nursing cap people have seen out of the corner of their eye. I always avoid nights on that floor. Really makes you wonder what some of the residents are seeing at night when they're scared. Ooh, I think a nursing home would be an interesting place to be a nurse at. Yes. I think, be, well, at what point are you like, oh, maybe this is, you know, dementia. And at one point are you like, oh, shit, maybe there's an actual spirit yeah. in here taking care of business. What if there's a combination of two? Like someone has dementia, but you're in a place where there's ghost mm. and nobody believes you. Yeah. Because I've heard some, like some of these nurse stories you read them and you're like, oof, that's creepy. Yeah. Like I just, see, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have the balls to to work in a place like that and continuously go into these rooms. 
I would be like, I'd find a way not to go into that room on my shift. I'd be like, oh, uh, room 14? No, nah, I'm not going in that one. Sorry. You guys can wait till the next round comes through. Yep. They can help Greg or whatever in there figure out what's going on with his. But he's coding. Yeah. <laughs> ghoster in there yeah man he's, well let him code yeah if he's coding maybe he can help me out he's 87 years old he lived a good life yeah way to go greg shout out <laughs> greg you did it <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i wasn't more courageous greg you deserved that that's why i'm not a nurse i guess true i couldn't do it we on to another <clears throat> one lee 97 my first few weeks i was outside a six bed bay i was stocking up the gloves and at the corner of my eye I seen a woman wearing a hospital gown, but her own cardigan over it. She walked pretty fast into the toilet, and I, thoughtful to myself, who the hell in here is moving that fast on their own? It was an older adult, adult, and it was an older adult acute orthopedic ward, so it was mostly elderly people recovering from broken bones. Long-term surgical care patients, so most of the patients were bed patients or needed assistance moving. I looked and all six patients were in bed or in their chairs. Naturally, I assumed a patient from elsewhere had wandered in. I walked into the bathroom and no one was there. I didn't look at her directly, but she certainly looked like the average elderly female patient. The more I think about how she moved, it was more like floating, hovering than walking fast. Been on the job two years now and I've never seen anything like that since. Wait, so this person went in the bathroom after them? And still saw them in there? No, didn't see anybody. Oh, okay. She was talking about how they had a good look, a pretty decent look at it, and then there was still nobody in there. The floating, hovering thing always kind of creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. We've heard a few stories over the last year and a half that involved that, like just the movement, like the fluid movement of something like that. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies. That would be really <clears throat> it's weird. It's just unnatural. I think anything that's unnatural. Like, I mean, the same way they shoot those horror movies in Hollywood where, like, the crawling down the stairs like they'll film it backwards yeah so that it just looks weird and just puts you off like no that's not natural it's funny how such a simple filming trick oh yeah works in horror movies yeah yeah there's plenty of them but that one in particular always gets me yeah sometimes they do it with the person actually crawling back like with their limbs backwards too. yeah yeah no thanks yeah, yeah that's that's spooky though Nobody wants to see some. What's with the bathrooms? We talked about this in the in previous episode too. Like just ghosts in bathrooms. Surely they're not in there, you know, dropping a deuce. I can't. Like, what's the what's the significance? Is it is the water in the toilets like a conduit? Ooh, I never thought. Is there of that. some kind of is there something that's like conducive to why spirits would be drawn into these places? Yeah, the 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 flushing there produces uh like some kind of uh broadcast from there you go the dead realm, and then it bounces off the porcelain where yeah. you're able to notice it more i mean it checks out for me but i'm not someone that studies that yeah <clears throat> what can't, if, we can't say for sure yeah what if what if we miss a lot of ghost sightings because everybody's on their phones tiktoking when they're in the bathroom now i think and the ghosts are looking at the tiktok over your shoulder and you don't even catch it yeah that makes sense next time you're in the bathroom listeners Look over your shoulder while you're on the phone. Yeah. Maybe somebody will be looking with you. Yeah, when you're doing your ridiculous TikTok dances, make sure you glance behind you every once in a while. Yeah. You will most likely see a bunch of normal people concerned with your actions, but maybe also a ghost. Yes. Maybe a ghost. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen the, you see, uh, like over the years with Snapchat and stuff where people go to take a picture and like Snapchat will recognize a face in yeah. the nothingness and create, uh, put the little face on or the filter on top of it. And they're like, there's nobody there. Like, or is there? Yeah. They Snapchat deciding there's a ghost in the room with you and he also wants to look pretty. Yeah, the Snapchat has a secret ghost algorithm. 
Way to go, Snapchat. Way to go, Instagram and Facebook and our supreme overlords, the Zuck. Yeah. For capitalizing on someone else's success, buying right. their competitor and yeah. driving them into the ground. All hail corporate overlords. King Zuck. I got pretty dark pretty quick. That's what happens in the morning episodes. We, yes. <clears throat> we bring reality. Do you think we have the personalities to have a really popping podcast, to have something that is like super popular? Or do you think that we like have this weird sphere of listeners that are just like us, where we're just kind of like mellow? I think that there's a lot of people that are just like us. Sometimes I think yeah. it's easy for us people, individuals to think that we're all alone in the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then you all of a sudden realize there's a lot of people that like what you like or into the weird music you're into. Yeah. I mean, I mean, more or less like you look at like really popular podcasts out there and there's one of the at least the hosts have like this weird eccentricity about them, you know, where they're just like super amped up when they talk like, hey, you're listening to like it's like old old school, like radio broadcast type shit. But you and I don't really have that. No, you know, we're we're pretty calm. But there are a lot, of, a lot of people with podcasts that aren't quite like old school radio. Yeah. It's almost to the point now, I don't think I listen to many of those types. And yeah. when I do hear one, it's kind of off-putting. I'm yeah. like, this isn't radio. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, this I, I didn't tune you in on my FM or AM dial. So I guess what I'm, if you're listening, tell us right in. We gave you all the links. Right in. Why do you listen to the podcast? Do you listen for the stories? Do you listen because uh, you like to hear Christian and I argue with each other? Or do you listen to learn? Are you here to learn? I feel bad for you if you're here to learn about the paranormal because we don't fully know. You know. We're just talking about it. I know. You, you know, don't believe him. Number one. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. But we want to hear from you guys either way. All right, this next one is from a weird person, 1670. My friend's mom is an ER nurse. She was in the elevator alone. She pressed the fourth floor. It went to the eighth floor instead. A woman entered and went to the first floor. When they hit the first floor, the woman disappeared. She went to the fourth floor, did her rounds. She went to the eighth floor and asked about the woman. She had died a few years before from lung cancer. It was her spirit that she saw that day. Wow, that's like some elevator game shit. I'm not sure I that would freak me out too much. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine getting in an elevator, pushing a button, going up twice as high, someone else getting the elevator, coming down, and when they reach the ground floor, they just disappear. And then being like sane enough to go do your rounds before. Yeah. That's that's why nurses are badasses. They're like, oh, I just saw a ghost, but um, I had to go take care of my patients. All right, well, there she is again. There's old Linda from eighth floor. Yeah. And then when wow. she goes to ask the eighth floor they're like yeah we see her all the time i got lung cancer yeah another one bit the dust all right back in the elevator got work to do it's like that tsunami ghost where she showed up to have tea with her friends and her friends just sat there and had tea with her like yeah. this oh. is this is normal old wet butt yeah old wet butt <laughs> yeah no that's creepy i just i can't I'm, like i i know the stuff that i've seen and most of it has been you know in the night hours yeah and it freaked me out enough then i can't imagine seeing something just broad daylight physically walk into like a room that i'm in whatever you know fiddle uh, fiddle around walk out and be like oh that was a ghost yeah i would not be able to stop thinking about that for a while but if it was your job you'd probably just get used to it no i don't think no, i man. would people, people <laughs> I, get used to some weird things yeah i get used to being freaked out like a little bit but but seeing like physically seeing something that's a little harder for me to be like oh i feel great this is fine you know who am i i'm not a nurse for a reason right we've had a couple nurses on podcast tell some stories and uh they're always zingers man yeah. they got the best stories it, like a hundred percent of the time if you sit down with the nurse you're like hey what's the weirdest thing you've seen while you're working like oh i've got which one you want to hear i got a dozen yeah well shit when i was talking to my sister about this episode she seems 
to have a lot between her and her friends. So we should be hearing from them soon, I hope. Yeah. She didn't tell you any of like the like paranormal stuff? Like she Yeah, I don't like, think she has as many, but so a lot of the people she works with, it's like hmm. normal conversation. They've all seen stuff. Interesting. Yeah, we'd love to hear those stories. Do an entire like follow-up episode with actual nurse stories that we hear from people we know. I'm, I'm working on it. I have a lot of nurse friends. So yeah. I'm like, hey. We talked, I, a lot of people loved the, the finale with Amanda last, last season. So we kind of talked about getting her back on for the finale this season too. I think that'd be good because she was, she was great to talk to. Number one, she had great stories and she seems really interested in the topics and stuff. So, and she comes from a different, like she comes from a place of believing, but different than say your place oh, of like believing. The sphere of religion. Or? Yeah. She can basically tell you like the reason and the manet the the way ghost or why ghost are ghost or she seems to have that like psychic connection that could be yeah yeah she she seemed uh, i mean at, from the sound of it like she did a lot of research and stuff like yeah. she's been fascinated with it where i've been fascinated with it but i have not i don't do deep dives on most of the stuff that yeah, i probably a good thing it'd be scarier well yeah that's the whole reason i don't do it yeah but you know what can you do amanda if you're out there we want to have you for the finale again okay here's a little short one Professor Mo Rune. Cold wind. More than 300 people died on my hands in only three and a half years of palliative care. When I see a black fly in a room, I know that somebody in the room will die. Time. That's a weird, little weird, creepy short one that might be bull. Is that a haiku? I mean, it did kind of feel Cold like wind. It. More than 300 people died on my hands in only three and a half years on palliative care unit when i see black fly in room i know that somebody in room will die time weird <laughs> that's like cryptic it's yeah. like what is this about if someone told me that i would leave yeah. immediately someone was like if, if they just walked up to me and said that I'd be like, yeah it's about time i hit the old dusty trail yeah on this conversation i'll see you later yeah the fun thing about reddit is sometimes you run into stuff like that and you're like you think like what the hell yeah and then you move on quickly because you feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like the story of my life. Move on quickly because you feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's a weird one. If you under that understand that story, the government will hire you in their special operations unit. There you go. And you will brainwash and, people the rest of your life. But before you do that, let us know what they meant. Yeah. Especially if you are Professor Mo Roon. Uh, did I tell you earlier, it was either this week or last week when I was getting into my car i heard someone say dude i think you texted me that yeah it was the weirdest thing and it kind of set me off a little bit but i was sitting there after i heard it, i'm like the car's in the garage right mm -hmm. so i i get down i get in the car get everything set up before i open the garage to leave and as I, i'm like in the car i put my stuff down on the seat as i'm going to turn the ignition i just hear dude and i'm like it stops me enough to where i'm like looking around like did someone just say dude to me is there a ghost in here that says dude in my car? Dude in my car. Yeah. Not dude, where's my car? But yeah, it was the strangest thing, but it didn't freak me out. It was just, I like I had a second guess. I'm like, did I, did I hear someone say dude? And I was like trying to like move my jacket enough to see if it was just like yeah. making dude sounds. <laughs> you know, see, as jackets do sometimes, you move and it's like, dude, dude. Yeah. You know? But no, nothing. Weirdest thing. Weirdest fucking thing. And I just went to work. Yeah. See, I told you, you just get used to things. And you, when you're adulting, Scary stuff, sometimes you just have to go through it. You just have to go through it. Life advice. Yeah, anyway, that was a pointless little anecdote for everyone. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, this next one comes to us from Erica Jackson. 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 But with the one. Jackson. Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah. 
Panic of the Disco reference. I worked at a LTC facility a few years back. I had one spooky incident that I will never forget. I was training for third shift on our rounds to get them up and ready for the day. I met a resident that at the time I was convinced was possessed. The nurse training me had warned me beforehand that she was mean and I prepared myself for some physical assaults and name calling. Sure enough, I was met with being called a bitch and she tried to pinch me and kick me, but I wasn't offended and felt quite bad for her because I thought it was possible she had been abused in the past. The nurse told me that she would settle down after I got her a donut stick, so I managed to get her dressed and in her chair unharmed. I rolled her out into the common area as she continuously called me names, so I said, Calm down, Miss Lee. I have your donut stick here. That was my nurse. That was a nurse that's kind of tired of everyone's shit. Yeah. She got quiet and took it from my hand, and as she took a bite, I leaned down so we would be face to face. She had this beautiful, vivid green eye color, which now come to think of it, most elderly folks' eyes aren't very vivid in color. And I told her how beautiful her eyes were. But as I said it, I noticed that her pupils were like a cat's. Creepy. They were elongated and slit-like. I jumped back from where I had been standing, and she didn't move at all. She was gazing straight ahead and looked as if she was in a trance. I got spooked so badly and was immediately reminded of The Exorcist 3. I'm not sure if it was demonic or what they call reptilian now, but back in back then in 2002, I hadn't heard anything about them, so I was convinced it was demonic. I'm not sure what it was, but the feeling I got makes me believe that it definitely wasn't human. Anyway, I didn't go back to that job. I found another one at a different LTC facility. Wow. <clears throat> so we're, we're talking either demons or lizard people. Either one of them you don't want to see. Yeah, but either one of them I love talking about. Yeah. Great conversation starters. If you see me out in the world, walk up and be like, lizard people? And I'll be like, well, don't mind if I do. It's reptilian. You keep We've, saying that. We have talked about this before. Lizard person. You're a, you're a lizaste. Lizaste. Yeah, well. I don't, that makes no sense. I wear, I wear it with a badge of honor. Yes, you do. I wear it like a badge of honor, not with one. It's oh, not cool. right next to my badge of honor. You have a badge of honor? I'm going to have a lot of fun editing out all these giant spikes. Yeah. But it's too late to restart now. I once You once picked on me relentlessly for coffee. Oh, yeah. And I will continue to do so. And I only cough so like twice. It's, we're on number 20. I know. Nobody even listening realizes it. And we're on number one for the listeners. So what would you do if you looked into somebody's eyes and they had like slits for eyes? Uh... I'd probably start praying, because if you don't understand something, you're just like, I don't know what that is, but please make it stop. In my movie, the minute yeah. like, you, you would see that, you'd recognize it, you'd start praying, uh, and then the sl slit-eyed person would start laughing at you. But in like a really deep voice. Yeah. They're like, ho, 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 ho. You're like, oh, shit. Yep. That was a very deep voice, lady. Yeah. Miss Lee, take your donut stick and you get back to normal people stuff. Oh, yeah. that's Donut sticks. <clears throat> Do you have a demon? Get donut sticks. Yeah, apparently that's all it takes. No, nah, but that's weird, man. I don't know. Like, I mean, we've all seen YouTube videos where people are like, like at a press conference, someone's talking and then they f they freeze like one of the frames and they move frame by frame and they're like, that's their lizard eyes. Yeah. You can see Justin Bieber during this interview with his lizard eyes. And you're like, yeah. I don't, I think you don't understand the way frame rates work with cameras, but they, re that. they really don't because I see so many of those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's obviously just a camera issue. Yeah. That for sure is a camera issue. It, it, there's one way I would be able to say, oh, that's not a camera issue. If it was shot in like 4k or something like that, and you legitimately see like the side lids close before the top one bottom ones then i'd be like oh that's a legit like lizard and or cat person i no thanks you know what i'd be 
It's like, ooh, that's good editing. Yeah, you probably would be like that. But also, I mean, it would be good because people can do that now. Sure. In 4K, you know, we don't see that kind of David Icke reptilian, the Queen's reptilian type of thing. Yeah. As oh, much anymore dude, I wish, oh, I wish I would have saved, like, you know how I, I listen to, there's a, or I watch on YouTube, there's a show, The Best Business Show, right? Mm-hmm. And I've sent you a few links to him. One of the episodes he had, I think Sagar on from uh, Breaking Points, and they were talking about something and randomly Pop is talking about, he was sitting in a coffee shop talking a uh, shop with some other guy, like a friend of his or something like that. And they were talking about the Fed and like the SEC and all this shit. And like someone comes up to him and was like, I couldn't help but overhear that you're talking about this. And he starts like sitting down and like talking to Pop about all this shit. And he mentions lizard people, he mentions all this shit. And he was like, oh, the reason I know this is because I was like, I think he was a lawyer or something for the SEC. And Pomp is just like retelling this, like kind of like funny haha. But I heard that I'm like, like what the fuck? I'm like some random dude just comes up to you and he's like, oh yeah, the reason I know all this stuff is because you know I was a big, pretty big shot lawyer for the SEC back in the day. Some of those stories are they they're so um, intricate, hmm. and the person telling them is such a believer, yeah, that you're like for a second you're like, what if that's true? And then me, that's I'm what like, gets you though. Yeah, like, with me, I'm like hell no. Yeah, but other people are like lizard people. Yeah. I've seen him. He was, t- he was talking off-worlders, off-world societies and shit like that. And so, but for me, I'm like, okay, what if you what if you were to take that and then you're just backtracking back, okay, this dude was a pretty big lawyer for the SEC at one point. If that paperwork matches, whatever. Was, though. Was yeah. is the key phrase. Was until he had a mental breakdown. See, that's, that's... That's where... Yeah, that's where you would go with the story. But for me, I'd be like, man, maybe he saw some weird shit in the government. Maybe he did. Because we've heard these stories and some yeah. of these people did have like mental breakdowns. That's why they're a former or whatever they are. Sure. Yeah. But now they have no credit credibility to the to the populace because of their which isn't quite isn't right either. It's, I mean, all of everybody can have a mental break for a while. You yeah. or I could. And I have. that shouldn't disqualify yeah. us from ever telling the truth in the future. Sure. Yeah. And that comes from me as a skeptic that doesn't believe these kind of things. But sometimes people that have had episodes earlier in life see crazy things i mean and if they're true we're screwed in certain cases look at who is it phil schneider look at phil schneider's story he talks lizard people to some extent like going down like these deep underground military bases having a firefight with these these aliens and stuff like this is documented stuff from someone that was pretty high up in whatever he was working on for the government contracted to build these types of bases and stuff like that too there's in this case i don't know man there's only one other explanation for his story hmm. and that's disinformation yeah, it's either it true go. or it's disinformation there's there's really nothing else that for that story and that's yeah. where you're kind of stuck because you know the government has produced a lot of disinformation on stuff like that but if he ends up getting murdered i can't imagine disinformation is or quote unquote committing suicide by the weirdest means what if he gets macked return of the mac yeah steps out in front of a car yeah, you've been macked. No, I don't think <laughs> that's, that's so cold. Didn't yeah, come out of that. <laughs> got macked. Yeah. Uh, no, I have so, a feeling that will come up again because that's kind of fun. Yeah. What do you, What do you think? Okay, so tell me, what's your explanation for old slit eyes in this old story? To bring it back around to the nurse story after we derailed it with off world, the best business show and lizard people. It's hard for me for me to believe it. Do you, oh, so? Do you just think that this story didn't happen? Maybe something happened similar. I mean. If you're in a in this kind of a long-term care facility, yeah, and we, you know, you talk about dementia and how mean some people get when they start losing it. That's hard to. I don't know how how the nurses that work in those places do it because that's a 
somebody that was once a kind human being that spews filth from their mouth because they have dementia. Thick skin though. Yeah. How do you, but it, on some level that, that's either still going to get through a little bit or your skin is so thick that you lose a lot of enjoyment in life because you have to, that's how you have to be during your work life. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I, I do think like you do develop kind of thick skin with something like that, but but for me, it's probably even more so reliable coming from that kind of source. Someone that has seen a lot of really messed up shit, has dealt with a lot of really messed up shit. If someone, if a nurse came up to me and was like, yo, I just was looking at my patient's eyes and they had fucking cat eyes or lizard person yeah. eyes. Like I would believe them unless they were like, oh, this is hour 48 of my shift. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm kind of run down right now. And I'm pretty sure that the Karen's eyes and she had lizard eyes. Yeah. And you'd be like, okay, it's time for you to go home. Yeah. And I thought it was, was real for a second then i realized that i haven't had my uppers in two days yeah so so not that that's what happens maybe but so we have a story here where we don't know that detail per se she could have been working like a double something like that maybe she's overworked or under like you know maybe she's overtired right. at this point and she's just seeing things but let's for the sake of argument just say that that's not the case and that just this is a normal eight ten hour shift whatever and she witnesses these lizard eyes is there any explanation that you could give for a human being having having random cat eyes or lizard eyes without it being demonic or lizard I people don't but what i'm gonna say is in support of the veracity i guess of these stories mm. because they're nurses similar to yeah. like cops or military people people that whose lives and their job is to be under stress constantly yeah aren't gonna react the same way to stress as like you and I would, where, you know, if they see something, they're gonna react with kind of calm, this is my life type of thing, when you and I might run screaming down the hall. Yeah. So their stories have a little bit more credibility because they don't just panic typically. So they're, mm. so they're in control of their thoughts and they're still pretty rational in very intense situations. Yeah. So their stories hold a lot more credibility because they're not telling it from a place of fear and you know, being terrified, unless in this case, this one sound pretty terrifying when you believe mm -hmm. in other humans are reptilian. Yeah, I mean, if you get to that point, especially someone like you who doesn't even believe in like, quote unquote, reptilians or lizard people, you think it's about as far-fetched as you can get, right? So that's why I would love for you to have an encounter like that where you were to witness this and be like, I honestly have no idea what I saw. I would like, probably be able to say that, but also I've been, you know, sometimes you just get those extreme vibes from certain individuals and maybe that's what this is, mm -hmm. whether it's a reptilian or a demonic possession or whatever. You think you've been in, in the vicinity of someone that was a reptilian? No, not really. I think I've been in the vicinity of people that just give you these really horrible vibes mm -hmm. that you need to get away from because something feels dangerous. Off. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you've been around a reptilian. Or a reptile, one or the other. Could be both. Do you think reptilians have a reptile dysfunction? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Probably. <laughs> they probably do. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't even know why I attempted that one, but. You needed, you needed the funny, huh? I got the dad jokes right here, but you whipped one out for yourself. Yep. On the house. This one comes from Thought Catalog, which is obviously, obviously is Reddit mostly, mm. but mm -hmm. I didn't have this person's username. Mm -hmm. Did a rotation in a burn unit. This story comes to us from my dog operates better than you. How'd you figure out that? I pushed the number one. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. I was like, figured that out the other day and forgot about it. Yeah. All right. Did a rotation in the burn, in a burn unit. 
there are tons of stories that go around, but I'll share my favorite. Here we go. A, a pimp lit one of his prostitutes on fire. Classic. Yeah. Classic pimp behavior right there. Yep. And she immediately bear hugged him, causing them both to suffer pretty severe injuries. Unfortunately, hers included an in inhalation burn. Oof. They both were treat being treated in the same ICU, but on opposite ends. Week le weeks later, she ends up coding and passes away. And after about 30 minutes, as things start to quiet down, the guy starts screaming from his room, get her out, get the goddamn bitch out of my room. <laughs> Karma. Yeah. Ah, uh, good old pimp justice. That one I thought was a fun story just because yeah. it was just, I mean, it's the story's tragic. It's horrible. Sure, yeah. But the revenge at the end yeah. was just the kind of. Like, you see what you did to me, asshole? Yeah. yeah. It's like catharsis of like, you felt good afterwards. You're like, she got him. Yeah. See, again, man, I know I say this a lot, but I, how, can you, how can you not believe in ghosts after you hear stories like this? Like 30 minutes later, this same dude that did this to her is like, oh, get that bitch out of my room. Like, yeah, no. you did the exact voice too. Yeah, I know. Well, I have a lot of experience with pimps. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Vegas for many a year. I actually remember filling up my gas tank once at a, at a if you can believe it, gas station um, <laughs> in Vegas. And I looked over and there was like, like a van and a hundred percent the dude driving the van was a pimp and like the three girls or three women that were with him were a hundred percent prostitutes prostitutes yeah i could it you didn't even you didn't even need a glance like in your peripheral alone you could be like prostitutes and a pimp i, I think people it. in have, that have visited ba vegas or live there understand exactly what you're talking about oh, yeah. my old manager uh he would actually as he was driving boulder highway i think he would he'd play over and under with how many pro or prostitutes he'd see Wow. Yeah. Like, it was, there's that many. It was just like, oh, we're, every time we drop ass, back, you want to play over under? I'm like, I lose either way. No, I'm good. Well, if you walk <laughs> down the strip, they hand out cards to them. They do. Yeah. You Let's make some NFTs out of those prostitute cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vegas. Take notes. NFTs, prostitute cards. Now we're going to see it. I know. And if, and if you don't send even a portion of those to the freaky deaky, you messed up. Yeah. I mean, we gave you the idea. We did. We're fine with you becoming rich off of it. We did, yeah. Just send a, a, a nice little donation yeah. to, to the inspiration. That's why. That. That's why I haven't shared what my design is yet with any like with this NFT business because I don't want anyone ripping it off, and that happens to me all the fucking time. So I'd rather get it in the in the system, get it all down, than let people try to make copies or whatever bullshit they want. Yeah, I understand, man. Yep. This next one comes to us from deleted. Terrific. If you're out there deleted, we'd like to hear from you. I've worked in a small family-run nursing home for six years as a nurse aide. It was an orphanage before it became a nursing home, and unfortunately, before being shut down, the orphanage had a history of severe abuse and neglect. Which sounds typical of orphanages. Par for the course. It's not gossip. The owner herself has told us. When residents get close to death, they always see a little girl. One of my patients was a very alert gentleman. He knew all of our names and was very alert and oriented. I was passing dinner trays and saw that he had his back turned and was talking and laughing in the corner. I knocked and asked him who he was talking to, and he chuckled and said, This little girl came into my room. She was scared. He died three days later. About six months later, had another patient screaming about a little girl grabbing his feet, and she needed to leave him alone. He died that night. She's come up over the years. It's always the same thing. They see her, and then they die. Other co-workers have had the same experience. It's very unsettling. That's like a tiny Grim Reaper 
like in like a more candy coated package than a you know what you imagine when you think Grim Reaper. Yeah, maybe maybe your uh, your I guess tour guide or your uh, angel of death. Yeah, there's that their job I guess to come and pick you up or guide you through the next uh, yeah. realm or to the next realm and kind of maybe help you. Maybe they just come in all all different styles. You know, maybe you yeah. get what you need to help you calmly yeah. pass over. Now, do you think that that is the same entity, just in a different suit? Or do you think it's, there's just a room full of like death angels, let's say, or death bringers or I think, well, like, reapers. Let's, let's say that's some kind of spirit or ghost. Because there's, there's a lot of stories though, right? There's a lot of stories about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So maybe they just know. They can just, they they can see that tunnel opening before everybody else can. And then they're there to help. They're like, ooh, dibs, dibs, yeah. I get this one. Yeah, they're like, yeah. this really scared me the first time I went through it. But here, I'm going to help you. Yeah. I'm going to come touch you because I know you're you're close. It's weird, like, hearing just the variation of stories that you hear. Like, this one in particular is is interesting because multiple people see the same right. the same thing. The same It's not girl. like it changes for, for different patients or whatever. But, you know, I've heard stories over the years where it's like a family member. Or I see, oh, look, this is uh, my, my dead grandma or all my parents are waiting just outside the light. Yeah. You know, I've even had the one where the person's, like, you know how we kind of talk about you know in the twins episode or whatever like heather mentions you know her brother dying in the womb or whatever yeah um i've had that type of stuff where when someone died they were like coded on a table or something and they thought they died someone was showing them around the afterlife yeah and then they came back to find out that it was like you know their dead sibling they had yep. no idea about so there's just a lot of stuff and i've always wondered like what's the prerequisite for that for who gets chosen as that particular entity you know, is it just something like whoever is the best fit for you or whoever, like, I mean, it seems like someone at the top would have to be making those, those shot callers, right? Or, or they, maybe, maybe the person is just like, you know, before I move on, I want to help people and I, they just stick around. And then later on we call them ghosts and make yeah. these scary stories out of them when they're just there to help. Maybe, maybe there was one story that didn't make it into here. Cause it's an EMT story mm. where they're taking this older guy and is in an ambulance. He had some kind of heart issue yeah he's there with his daughter and then he looks the emt says he looks up into the corner of the the vehicle and says don't worry lulu i'll be with you soon yeah. and then he coded just type of shit yeah. and then the emt asked the daughter who who he was talking to it was his wife that had died 20 years earlier yeah well there's i mean dude like and we talked i think we talked about it and maybe it was near death episode maybe it was a couple, but there's been a couple people that have on their deathbed, like will look over and be like, oh, like who was it? Was it Edison or who said, who like woke up from a coma and like kind of looked up and was like, it's very beautiful over there and then just died. Yeah. Like that's, that's weird, you. dude. And then Steve Jobs, same thing, like where he was just like, wow, yeah. wow, wow. And you're like, dude, what are you <laughs> like? That's, that's where I get Steve Jobs went out thinking of Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Have wow. you seen that mashup of all his different oh, it's the wows? Best. Yeah. It's the best. One of them made an appearance in one of our YouTube videos. I used it like twice when I said, wow. I, put, I just put like a like a two, two frame image of Owen Wilson's head yep. over my head because <laughs> I said, wow, too much. And I was we like, probably started that TikTok. No. <laughs> no, I was popping off way before we were on TikTok. But yeah, I don't know. Those, those stories always just get me. Like, I always just wonder, especially like I'm as someone that is low key not looking forward to death there's a part of that curiosity that just jumps in and you're like what's on the other side like what what awaits us when we get to that point 
because you hear all these stories and you just kind of want to, to a certain extent, you want to experience like, what's, what's my experience going to be like? Yeah. What, what is, what am I going to see? Is it going to be beautiful or is it going to be terrifying? You know, are you like, oh shit, no, put me back, put me I back. I can tell you exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be. Whatever you make it, Scott. That's exactly, what it's going to be. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I knew that. You know, some, because it some, really is. <laughs> some weird hippie shit. Was to, me, to, to me, that that point is going to be the next great adventure. Yeah. I don't know. And adventures aren't always fun all the way through. And that's what maybe gives you the hope yeah. and the excitement with adventures. Because you can know it, that it, things like that don't always turn out perfect. The, the question would be, is, is that afterlife that people witness now is that just a hallway to another life like is that just like a almost a purgatory into another event where you're in a different world now and when you're saying purgatory it's not the normal definition we put on it it's just a waiting place kind yeah of. yeah like the ancient form of the underworld where you it's a waiting place in the middle of your journey to that next place yeah the afterlife yeah so I don't know. I'm not trying to get all philosophical here. This is about nurse stories and stuff. But yeah, they, these are the types of things like where if I think about one thing, it'll just take hold and then you'll go into a different thing and then you'll think about this and you'll be thinking about that. My and favorite way to think about it is Beetlejuice mm. in that waiting room. That was amazing. Smack racks. Smack max. Smack max. Smack max. Which is a very good name. And you like say a, it like you did. Sounds like an off-brand like cereal. Yeah. Hey, can you hand me some of the Smack Max? It will be now. There you go. A ward I worked on once had a patient who was a psychic slash medium. We had a bit of a laugh with her as she was on the ward for a while. She'd had a stroke which affected her mobility, and she would do readings for the staff from time to time. I took it all as just a bit of fun until one evening when she pressed her nurse call buzzer and told us to go check on a patient in a side room as he was dead. We went to check and sure enough found the gentleman had died. Later on, we asked our psychic patient how she had known and she told us she had seen him coming out of his room, obviously distressed. She realized he had died and had to explain to him what had happened and help him pass over and go to the light. Now, I'm not a believer, but that gave me the creeps. Man, that is exactly what we were just talking about. Know, like, that's that's some shit. Like, that's, again, where you, like, this dude died. No one was there for him. He's, like, walking out of the room. Like, what the hell? What just happened? I'm freaking out. Now, could this these type of stories be, like, the ghost effect from back in Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore's movie where all of a sudden we kind of looked at ghosts differently? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that movie. That's an I have, but it's been it's been a really long time, so you might have to walk me through that. Well, one. basically, you know, like Whoopi Goldberg's character saw Ghost, and some of them were really freaked the hell out because they were like, "What the hell am I doing here? I'm yeah. dead!" But they could, and like, you could see just the different aspects of like how confusing it must be for some people to die spiritually lost, perhaps, yeah. where like they just didn't even have a side they were on, didn't think about it or anything like that. Yeah. So when they died, they're just like. <laughs> what's happening maybe it could be so i wondered did she just in like to give him advice when he came out and was nervous was she like what you gotta do is you gotta find someone to love you gotta go throw some clay all right go throw some clay and then he disappears and you're like what does throw clay mean yeah he's like that doesn't oh. help at all lady yeah and then you know years later you're mm. sitting with your like you're sitting in a long-term facility care place with your grandmother who loves instant constipation yeah, I don't know if any of that made sense, but... It will. To the right person, it will. Yep. Yeah. This next one earned some kind of award. So you're lucky. Philea 209. 
All right. My daughter was diagnosed with all. A-L-L. Okay. She was diagnosed with everything. Yeah. My daughter was diagnosed with ALL when she was three. We were sent to Oakland Children's Hospital for treatment. At first, I was so scared, not just because of the realization that this was going to be my and her new life. Also, the sinking fact that I was a single teen mom, only 19, when she was diagnosed. While they prepared transportation, it all hit me like a speeding train. I cried nonstop like I was the baby with cancer. I know, selfish me, but it was scary for both of us, and in a way, we were both babies. The doctor could tell in my facial expression, Please no, not Oakland, I said. He reassured me everything was going to be fine. They were already prepping to start chemotherapy for her that night. I still have my doubts. I was just a teenager who didn't know any better. But as soon as we got there, those doctors and nurses, they were incredible. God, they had everything so put together and how they got a young teen mom to understand everything and make me feel important like my daughter was the only one there fighting cancer. I don't know how they do it. They look death in the face every day and they still fight day after day after day. I tell you, boy, they didn't come to lose. We're on the fifth floor in the room. Could have been the penthouse. It was so huge and the window... The windows were wall to wall. You could see all of Oakland, all of San Francisco, the Bay Bridge and the Golden Gate Bridge. Those lights, they always meant something different to me after those nights in the hospital. They were lights of hope, lights of a fight, lights of life, lights of survival. Okay, I'm sorry. My point is the first night they admit my daughter. There's another little girl. She piques my interest, not just because she's the only one getting admitted with my daughter but because she is alone, and for all I know, it's like an ER department with cancer patients. I had a lot to learn. She comes by herself in a taxi. Her mom, unfortunately, is a single mother with eight children and just had a baby and couldn't afford to make the trip with her, with her to Oakland. She's the sweetest little girl with the softest voice, and even though my time is limited and given to my daughter, regardless of how young I am, my mommy duties start to kick in for her as well. I go check on her and see her in her room. My daughter was sleeping at this time, which was pretty convenient, actually. I helped her pick out a blanket, some toys to make her her room hers. At the time, it may have seemed like I was helping her, but in reality, I wasn't. She was helping me. I didn't know what type of cancer she had at that moment, but I could tell you that she had lumps all up and down her throat. You could tell they were going up into her head, down her chest. She was just full of all these lumps. I would later learn They were all cancerous tumors, and there wasn't really anything they could do for her. Her mother had waited too long to take her to the hospital, and they had already taken over her bloodstream. They're forming in the back of her eyes and on her brain. Poor baby must have been sick and suffering for a long time, so it had been within the next 24 hours her health started to decline rapidly. When I came back to check on her, I couldn't believe my eyes. She was already hooked up to a breathing machine. She didn't have very much longer left, and I was just in shock that was my first time witnessing what cancer was really made of. Death. And even though my daughter didn't have the same cancer, I couldn't get it across my head that it was going to be two different diagnoses and prognosis. It was the beginning stages of my daughter's chemotherapy, and whatever minutes I could squeeze away, I tried, but my daughter really needed me at that time, and the prednisone was already changing my daughter. So I believe maybe on the second day, it could have been the third, I laid in bed with my, with my baby and we read a story and I rubbed her hair, she laid there sleeping. Something told me to look up and our door has a glass window. I seen a little girl, I couldn't believe it. I was so happy she looked at me and smiled and I waved. I was trying to hurry up and get off the bed so I put my feet down, put my slippers on and when I looked up, she was gone. I thought maybe she went to the 
I thought maybe she went to the activity room. So I start to come out of my door and the nurses are all running to her room. I thought, oh my God, did she fall? My nurse comes up to me and asks me if my daughter's okay. I tell her yes and I begin to ask about the little girl. She gives me a look like I can't say anything to you. Is her mom here at least? She shakes her head no. Her mom still hasn't made it. You could tell she was impatiently waiting for me to wrap it up. They needed all hands on deck, obviously. She was coding. I found out the following day she never made it off that breathing machine. I don't know why, but I'm so glad I was able to love her, even if it was just for three days. I'm a loyal person. I love with my whole heart. And truly believe she was put in my path for a reason, and I was put in hers for a reason. Why she chose to come and say goodbye to me maybe could have been convenience or something else. I'll never know, but I think about her. She should have been 18 like my daughter now. I'm just glad she's not suffering anymore. Also, when I think back about it, she didn't have those bumps anymore. I was in denial for a while. I even thought maybe the nurses just weren't telling me the truth, you know, patient confidentiality. When her mom finally made it there, they removed all the tubes and gave her some time with her daughter. The nurses told her about me and she wanted to thank me. I agreed. We talked and we cried. I didn't share with her what happened right before her daughter died. I didn't want her to think I was crazy. This is the first time I'm telling this story. It's been 14 years. I'm so sorry if it's too long. Um, well, first and foremost, very sad story, Philea. Um, Not quite a nurse story, but yeah. there are nurses in it. Yeah, and secondly, the importance, I can't stress this enough to anyone who may be listening to this podcast right now, this is important data, and it may seem crass and harsh right off the top. The importance of line breaks in your Reddit posts, guys, <laughs> It is second to none, okay? It is an important thing when you are typing up a story on Reddit. <laughs> put some fucking breaks in your... Uh, this is a... God, dude. Oh, uh, I was waiting for something so serious. <laughs> dude, it's like... I was waiting for like, be kind to others no. because they could die at any yeah, moment. Yeah, no, that, all that, sure. But also, fucking separate your paragraphs, guys. It's paragraphs. Paragraphs. Touching story. Very, very heartfelt and sad. And I feel like I may need to break out the dad jokes after that one. But yeah, line breaks, folks, line breaks. It's important. And proofread. Give it just give it a once over before you hit send. Submit. That's all. Sometimes proofreading doesn't work. I've noticed working on this podcast because you'll proofread something <laughs> yeah. and then you'll show up here to record it. And you're like, what the <sighs> hell did I put there? It doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I looked at this 10 times. No sense at all. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that's kind of sad one. That's sad. But it's nice that at the end, like, she did come by and was like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what got me about it a lot, too, is, like, you, you forget how privileged some of us are. This, These two moms, one is 19 at the time, which I was a young parent, so it is pretty scary. Yeah. And you aren't prepared no matter what you think. And then the other mom who had, you know, just eight children and could, couldn't afford to get to go with her daughter to the a hospital every day people lit people in this world and in this country struggle like that yeah we kind of don't think about it i would struggle with that myself yeah. i don't have the type of money that allows me to go to the hospital if i need to like yeah look i i, I don't know if you know this, i have a wrap on my middle finger right now that i probably should have gone to the hospital yeah for let, it, let but... that be a lesson to you when you're <laughs> yeah. flipping off other drivers yeah i was like yeah fuck you and someone just grabbed my finger and broke it in half yeah. no i was uh in going to wash a ceramic bowl in the sink 
I could see this coming yeah. already. And as as I was watching it, oops, oops, slipped out of my hands. And as I was reaching for it, my brain was like, hey, Scott, don't reach for that fucking bowl, dude. It's going to shatter and you're going to be hurt. And I was like, nah, I got it. And as I reached it, touched the bottom, it shattered and my hand went directly into it. Shard went into the worst possible place in my hand. It was the very base knuckle, like right here between my ring finger and my middle finger and it's cut like clear across awesome and so it was just bleeding and like china's in the other room like did you break a bowl like it might have broken a lot more than that give me a second you know and so yeah i was concerned like i probably should have gone and get stitches because this is going to heal very weird i'm going to look like well luckily it's hidden with my other fingers but it's going to have a nasty ass scar what if you became webbed you could swim better, but you'd have to, but you, since it's only on one hand, you'd swim really fast in circles. Yeah. I think the ratio of how, how much better I would swim with this would be very, very low. You never know, man. You don't know, but I think, um, yeah, that was a, that was a sad story right there. And we're going to end it after one more story from our listeners. All right. So yeah, that was a pretty sad story, Christian. That was a sad story. And so to, to number one, get us back in the good spirits, I'm going to whip out a dad joke. Uh, I feel like I got to let's lighten you, the mood a little bit. Can, next time you say that, can you not use whip out first? It just feels really. I'm going to whip out my <gasps> dad jokes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. And then we have a story from uh, a listener, Chi, which I'm not going to say your last name, Chi, just in case uh, you didn't want it out there. But it kind of it's not a nurse story so much as it is. But it did happen in a hospital. Chi sent it into us after our, I think, janitor episode. I think it was the janitor episode. I may be mistaken on that, but we are going to read it off. Uh, thanks for sending it in, as always. And while we're talking about uh, listener stories, I should also mention we got a, a really banger of a Ouija story from uh, another listener, Tristan, that I was supposed to read in Tales from the Ouija Part 2, and I didn't do it. And I I didn't do it because I forgot I had it. But now, in the next Ouija episode we do, I'm going to include Tristan's story as well, which is just... Why don't we just make it a YouTube story? We could. That might work. Yeah. Tristan, if you're down for that, shoot us an email. Also, uh, shoot us an email, and I will or respond to the email that I sent you and we'll send you off a sticker pack or something for send something, something cool. And we'll get you something back in return. Yeah. So anyway, on to this dad joke, let's lighten the mood just a little bit after that sad one. Christian, what do you call a can opener that doesn't work? I don't know. You call it a can't opener. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that sounds like uh something, the one dad from uh American't no on a, uh... Modern Family. Yeah. Phil? Probably. It sounds like something he would say. <laughs> yeah. Phil, is that you? No. Did Phil write these? No. Classic. So that'll do. Uh, okay. Moving right along. Do you want to read Cheese Story? I can read Cheese Story. I clean the hospital for a living. However, I used to work the night shift in the labor and delivery unit from 11 p.m. to 7.30 in the morning. I was so tired this one night, I decided to take a nap in the supply closet away from the nurses. The moment I closed my eyes, I heard a crowd of people walking outside the supply closet and stopped right outside the door. They were talking loudly as they approached. Then suddenly paralysis overtook me. I couldn't open my eyes or move until I heard the voices fade further and further. I got up and turned on the lights. I swear I could never sleep in the supply closet again. This was probably the only experience I've had and had working for two to three years at this hospital. Now I'm glad I don't work the night shift anymore. Spooky. 
that would be spooky. Yeah. Have you ever had an uh, experience like that where you hear just the voices? Yeah. Out, like right outside? Yeah. And usually it happens when I'm sleeping at work. Really? Yeah. Because I've had overnight jobs before. Like I used to be a night auditor at a hotel and that's where I got some of my scary stories from. Yeah. And you'd fall asleep at times because there's nothing going on. And I don't know if it's because you're on high alert or something, but you don't really sleep quite the same. Like you do hear stuff and you feel stuff and- It hits different. Yeah. People are watching you while you're sleeping. You, you just get really paranoid. So you're, maybe that's where some of these ghost stories come from. Maybe there, maybe I had ghosts standing there watching over me while I was sleeping. What if like you're tuning into like these different frequencies of like ghost radio, spirit yeah. radio, where you're on the cusp of sleep and you're slowly just going through these different frequencies as you're nodding off into dreamland and you tap into one where there's just a ton of spirits around. They're all just talking wildly. Yeah, and then every once in a while you, you do that while you're getting in the car to go to work and you hear, dude. Yeah, you just hear, dude. It was like, it was such a mellow dude. Yeah. It wasn't even like trying to get my attention. It was just, dude. It was like, you cannot drive all the way to work like this. I was like, wake up, dude. Yeah, it's like, we're, but if we, then it's, it's a partner was like, don't yell at him. He'll, he will pee his pants. And he's like, okay, watch this. Dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh. yeah, sing it to him. No. Yeah. So uh, again, thanks for sending that story. And she, great story. If you have any other paranormal experiences, we would love to hear them. We yep. would sprinkle them throughout our podcast history. And if, uh, more importantly, if you guys have any episodes that you'd like us to work on, any themes in particular that you want us to get stories for, I, I kind of love the idea of looking for like themes of stories that happen at like slumber parties. I feel like that would be fun. I feel like there's a lot of weird like ghost stories that happen at slumber parties. Like kids get together, they play like a Ouija board or something. Shit goes horribly wrong. Uh, so yeah, if you've ever contacted the dead while hanging out with your friends overnight, send us a message. Yes. And if you have ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear them. We are constantly on the look for, for the strange, strange and otherworldly. Send them into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. I think that just about wraps up this episode for you guys. They're at some point, we saved a few extra stories that we're going to have on, on the YouTube. Not sure when we're going to get to film them, but we have a whole catalog of stories ready to go for YouTube. We just have to get the, the free time to sit down and film them and start uh, uploading those bad boys once again. That's why we're doing this at five in the morning. Yeah. So if you guys uh, are into that, you're going to want to subscribe right now because there is a wave of stories that are going to be unleashed upon you when the time is right. In the meantime, once again, follow us on social media. Check out the merch store. Every dollar spent at the merch store gets put right back into the podcast. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you tuning in each and every week. Christian, you got any final thoughts? Live long and prosper. Okay. Christian didn't have any final thoughts. I, so I took one, <laughs> no. I, I took one as Fox. There you go. Yeah. All right, that'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. Until next time. Good night, everybody. That'll do, pig. Shrek. Oh. I think. Is that from Shrek?
I can read. So everyone could look at you and be like, oh wow, look at this fancy Oculus case. Nah, I usually used it in my room or in the office. Yeah, I don't really like using it around people. I'm not that comfortable. I'm not I'm not comfortable trusting the people around me enough not to be filming me while I'm on it. Mandy did that to me yesterday. Yeah, see that's where the trust, you know, it just disappears. You're like, I can never be around you again when I'm on this thing. Yeah, I look like a dork. But then I also realized that when I played Beat Saber, you could tell I play in smaller areas because I don't I don't do the full cuts like you see on YouTube. You just do like little, like, yeah, just waving around your wrists, yeah, more or less. Yeah, a lot of it because <clears throat> one of my early experiences was breaking my uh, monitor. One of my monitors knocking it over playing Oculus. Really? I have a little um, crack up in the corner now. Damn. Yeah, you are a TikTok meme. Yep. That's unfortunate. At least I didn't run into a wall. Like some of the people. I know, yeah. You see some of the reactions, you're like, man, you really overdid it. Yeah. That, that took it a step too far. But that's also why you don't put that on some people. Yeah. Because they don't understand, especially non-gamers. Mm. They don't quite have the spatial awareness and they're, they yeah. can't disconnect their brains. They legit think that they're in a new world. Yeah. Like, oh, I got all the, the space in the world for me to move my arms around. Like, yeah. no, no, and you then, don't. And then something scares them and it's like instant flight or flight. And then a hospital visit when they run face first into a wall. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing the, uh, I subscribed to Supernatural on it, which is kind of like Beat Saber, I guess, but it's more, uh, I have that more workout oriented, you know, and I gotta be honest with you. I have not sweat more in my life doing a workout than doing like a 15 minute short compilation of like three songs for a boxing routine. Isn't that brilliant though? It is. Uh, but at the same time, Holy crap, man. Like, if you're winded after 15 minutes of a workout, you're like, that's enough for one day. Like, <laughs> you know, I feel like, I don't know. Does that really... And the, the thing that kind of bumps me out the most about that is that you can't even choose the songs. Yeah. Like, it's it's in a playlist. You can't go through them back. I don't want to listen to the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I just want to listen to Fallout Boy. You don't get to do that. You get to be like, okay, I guess I have to listen to Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. And at some point, I'll get to enjoy Fallout Boy. That makes sense. Pete Saber, you can just play Fallout Boy all day long. No, you can't because it's not on there. But I'm you, pretty sure Fallout Boy is on Beat Saber now. Didn't I just download Fallout Boy recently? I don't think so. I'm pretty. I sure. thought you said Lady Gaga. I did that too. Did they add Fallout Boy? If they added Fallout Boy, your boy's gonna hop on like as soon as we're done recording. It's definitely Fallout Boy. Okay. If it's not, if I if I add, it's like Lincoln Park or some shit, dude. What's wrong with Lincoln Park, man? Nothing is wrong. They they're on Beat Saber. But what I'm saying is, if if I go on there and Fall Boy is not an option, Panic well, at the Disco is an option. Are you thinking of Panic at the Disco? That's who I'm thinking. That's of. who you're thinking of. Okay. Damn it! I because I, I like Fallout Boy more. Yeah. Because Panic at the Dis Disco is okay, but it's not great. Yeah, it's Fallout Boy light. Yeah. Well, in the beginning it was. Now it's just Brandon Yuri being a little weirder than usual. But yeah, that's regardless. Sorry, I got you excited for nothing. Yeah, you did. But at least, you know, I didn't go on the app looking for Fall Out Boy. So you saved me that that heartbreak. Anyway, that's not really what we're here to discuss. We're here to talk about nurse stories, right? Yes, nurse stories. 
you know, bring on the nurses. That was that was all. We covered all the the socials, right? Subscribe on YouTube. That was the last one. Subscribe gotcha. on YouTube, the Freaky Deaky Podcast. You can find us. We give out uh, extended teasers for the episodes, as well as unexplained shorts and even video clips from the episodes, bonus stories and stuff when we have time. It's all coming back, people. It's coming back to us.